Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. My name is John Bishop from John Bishop Fine Art, and you're listening to Art Life, the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Delighted you could be here today. Uh, we are on the last day of our trip to Romania. And uh, I know the last time we met, I was sitting in a beautiful mountaintop um, scene where uh, I was sitting beside a babbling brook in the, in the lovely mountains of Romania. Now I am deep in the very heart of the city of Bucharest in the capital here in Romania. And uh, we have been here for several days now. Um, just wanted to kind of recap since this is the last day of our trip. We have been gone now for 23 days, 24 days. Uh, it's been a long trip, um, which has been delightful. In fact, golly, I, I don't know that we've ever stayed this long on just a holiday. I mean, we used to live here. Uh, I lived here for five years when I first met Bogdan, but um, no, for a, for a holiday trip, no, we've never stayed this long. But we did have a lot to kind of do while we were here. We had some very, very high um, goals and some expectations and some things we needed to figure out. If you've been following us at all, you'll know kind of what those things are. And basically what we wanted to do was we wanted to come back and explore the possibility of moving here either full-time or part-time uh, to make our dollars stretch further uh, in this in this economy. See, it it just so happens that in Romania, once you're kind of set up and you've got a house and you've got a car and you've got, you know, you're settled, you've moved, you can live here pretty comfortably off about $2,000 a month. I can't do that in Texas. I can't do that in lots of places in the country, in the States. Um, there probably are places that I could, but those are places that are so remote that any kind of connection with an art community and an art world and an art market would be lost. So we thought, okay, there are other places that we can go. We looked at Mexico. Mexico's not that much cheaper, though it's lovely and a, a huge part of my heart is in Mexico. Um, we wouldn't save a lot of money. Plus, it's even further away from home for Bogdan. Bogdan's mother is 74 this year, and uh, let's face it, at some point she's going to need some, some help and support. So moving to Romania has always been an option for us, but one we didn't take that seriously, um, and for a number of reasons. Let's face it, as artists, um, there's not much of a community here as far as a market for art. It's, a, it's not a rich country. It has a huge tradition of the arts and support for the arts, um, but there's not a lot of money to be made here. There is, however, it is, however, part of the European Union. And so we thought, hey, you know, just because we're in Romania doesn't mean we can't travel throughout the rest of the European Union and, and have the art market of Europe. Not as big as the States, um, but still not small, not, in, not uh, insubstantial or inconsequential. So 
there were a lot of things to consider. First of all, would we be able to move here legally and have me live here? Um, they don't accept gay marriage here, so our, our married life doesn't help us at all. Uh, but the Romanian government does have this new program, fairly, relatively new program, particularly for Americans and for other you know, friendly countries, that they make it very, very easy and very, very conducive for foreigners to come and set up businesses. So much so that you can actually set up a Romanian business and never come here. Now that sounds nefarious to me. <laughs> it can't possibly... Uh, there, there seems rife with, with uh, difficulties. Uh, but uh, it is actually true. We did come here and within the time that we've been here, we set ourselves up as a business. We are now proud owners of Buburusa Productions SRL, which is the Romanian version of the limited liability company. Uh, and we set ourselves up as a partnership and boom, we have a company. We have now a bank account. We now have an accountant. And uh, thanks to the generosity of Bogdan's cousins, who own a winery here in Bucharest and needed some uh, kind of marketing images, we now have our first client and we will, be, uh, we will actually have our first money coming into our new company. So that's all very exciting and we've worked very hard. And when I say we, I mean Bogdan has worked very, very hard to get those photos done while we're on virtually on holiday. So that bit is finished. We, are, we were able to set up the company. We are not able to set my residency right now because I must stay in the country for over 30 days in order to, to request the visa, have it processed and delivered to me so that I can cross the border with it. So I have to stick around in Romania for a good long time on the next trip. And the reason for that uh, the need for that visa, because I could just do all the business through Bogdan's name, and I really wouldn't need the visa. I would therefore be here as a tourist, and I would have to leave, I think it's every 60 days, that you have to leave the country, come back in, and then you've got another 60 days running. That, the people that I knew when I lived here before, who were doing that, it was a problem. It was a problem to remember when it was and to get there on time and not to overstay your visa because then you can lose your chance to get a visa. And people would get on a train and they would all go to Bulgaria and have lunch and then come back across, uh, just across the border. Nowadays, with things like Blue Air and Ryanair and those cheap international flights. I mean, I can fly to London for 20 pounds. I mean, that's 40, 50 bucks. And let's face it, it's, it's kind of, uh, it, 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 how often would I actually be here for 20 days without, uh, 30, excuse me, 60 days without ever needing to cross the border? I would cross the border anyway. Um, so the reason though, why it is important for me to go ahead and get this visa is because not, not only does it make me an, uh, a business entity as well as Bogdan, it allows me to buy in to the Romanian healthcare system. 
Now you say, okay, great, it is still the Romanian healthcare system, but it is fairly decent. Uh, I would have access to hospitalization, to doctor visits, to medication, etc., and and wouldn't have to buy an, a separate medical insurance uh, program, which can be quite cost prohibitive. So, um, yeah, one of the reasons I think we need to go ahead and do that is so that uh, I can get health care uh, at a reasonable price. In fact, virtually free. I think I think the whole thing costs me six hundred dollars a year for complete medical coverage. If I want to travel to the United States at that point, uh, if I'm not living in the United States for long enough, and I've kind of lose my residency there, then there is an, um, you know, I could lose Obamacare and things like that. I'd have to have a separate uh, health care policy, short-term policy every time I traveled. Um, because outside of Romania, the Romanian healthcare system doesn't work. So there is that, uh, and I think that would be a benefit for me to, to have. Uh, so um, that's one thing we had to do. We had to get that all set up, and we've done that. The other thing we had to do was kind of scope out what would it cost to live here. Now, if you followed us at all, you know that we actually have kind of outlined certain things that we know we need to live and to work. And the problem is that in Houston and pretty much anywhere a sizable city in the United States, we're really not able to afford all of the space that we need to make all of that happen. Here we could afford it. So we wanted to verify that. We wanted to see what those things would be like. Bogdan's family lives in a small community called Platarest, uh, just outside of Bucharest. It's about a 20-minute drive, which, let's face it, is nothing. I drive an hour from to Houston now. Uh, now, gasoline is a lot more expensive here, but I'm only driving 20 minutes, and I don't have to go in every day. But what we found was that in Platarest is a small enough town that there's nothing actually open for sale. There are things, there are people who are willing to sell and look, looking to sell, but you have to know them. Yeah, it's a small enough community that you need to know who you're selling it to and that somebody from some rich American's not swooping in to buy a property. So what we've done is we've talked to his family and his aunts are all over it. Uh, we've got the ant network now working Platarish to see who's willing to sell, what they're willing to sell for, and how much land uh, we can we can nab. There was one property we looked at online before we moved because we knew this lady was in the market to sell. Um, it's a lovely property. We liked it online. When we got here, we realized it was actually a much smaller footprint than we anticipated and she has a, a large lot, but it goes down a hill to some agri agricultural land, and you really can't build down there uh, because it's in a floodplain, and it's good for the crops, but not good to live on. So it's actually a much smaller footprint than we would be able to accept. And she wants about 60,000 euro for it. 
Now, you may not think that that sounds like a lot for a piece of, uh, let's see, it was 300 square meters, a house with a yard and, and a garden and all of that. And then, of course, the agricultural land down below. You may think that that sounds cheap, but that's quite expensive. Uh, we found another place that uh, is still a little small, and it's very, very overlooked by neighbors. So you would have all these neighbors looking directly into your garden. And we just thought, that's probably not going to work for us either. And I think they were asking about 30000 for their property. So we're still looking in Platarest. Now, Bogdan's mother and his brother live in a town called Kumpulun. And Kumpulun is about two, two and a half hours from Bucharest, nestled in the, the foothills of the Carpathians. It's a beautiful, beautiful little town. Some, for some reason, uh, it was untouched a lot by the kind of communist architecture. So a lot of the kind of traditional homes are in that design is still there. And so it's a beautiful little village, much larger than Platarech. Platarech may have a couple of hundred people. Uh, Compolón has probably 10,000. So there's a lot more to do there. It's, it's, you, can, you can go to restaurants, you can walk along beautiful streets and promenades and have a coffee or get, get uh, some ice cream and... Uh, it's, it's bigger. You can get pretty much anything you want there. Um, and so we looked at property there as well. Now, in the, in the town, you're limited to much smaller spaces, but they still have some sizable houses and some nice-sized gardens. The idea is that we would build on as we needed more um, studio space and etc. And those things were selling. We found quite reasonable, and there seemed to be a lot open. The problem is once they smell that there's an American involved, they raise the prices. I don't blame them. So we're having to do all of this through Bogdan's mom and through Bogdan so that they don't get a whiff of a, uh, an expat. Uh, so we, we actually looked at a couple of properties. There's one place that was enormous, beautiful, you you can't believe how beautiful this place was. All this natural light coming in through these antique windows, uh, two-story. The entire downstairs uh, is a shop uh, currently, so there's some rent coming in. But that could be turned into studio space and even a gallery space. And then upstairs, all these incredible... It was beautiful. They wanted 180000 for it. Oh, and, and there's also a garden involved. And I think an outbuilding. Uh, that's beyond us at this point. But we found two or three other small places that are kind of abandoned. And um, those might be quite reasonable. We did find one place that was part of a gigantic um, home, probably built in the 20s or the, 19, uh, the 1800s. And... It, unfortunately, it was a very large property, and there were three brothers, and they all in, inherited, and so they split the building into three pieces. The only bit that is for sale is the middle bit, which has been beautifully taken care of. We're talking high ceilings, stone walls, uh, 
amazing, amazing. And he wanted 45000 for that. Uh, the problem is that I have both on either end. I have the other two siblings who are either not ready to sell or may want more than I can afford. So there is that. We are still looking. And I guess the, the message that we got was that, yeah, we can't afford, with the money mom and dad left us, we can't afford to go ahead and buy something here to use as kind of a place where we can set up shop uh, and live here. The other thing that we determined while living here is that half of Bucharest seems to be empty shops. There are storefronts everywhere that are just closed up, painted over, you know, paper in the windows, just not, not open on some very, very important boulevards for tourists and, and up end, up upper, you know, top shelf kind of properties and streets. And we did a little investigation, and sure enough, you can rent a storefront on Magueru, which is one of the, and, and Calle Victoria, that is the, the best place in town. I mean, you can't, you can't find a better spot just lines of tourists go by. Uh, there, it's, it's just a great commercial spot here in Bucharest. And you can rent a storefront for about four or $500 a month. And then we looked around and you can actually buy, rent an apartment in the center of town for four or $500 a month. So for half the price of what we're spending for uh, our studio in Houston, we could get an apartment and a shop, a, a, a gallery space, uh, for you know $1,000 a month. The problem is that that's what we're trying to get away from. We're trying to get away from those kinds of expenses uh, and that kind of wasted rent money. Because even though that would give us a lovely gallery space and an apartment in town, we don't really want an apartment in town. We don't want to live in the city. We want to have some space uh, that doesn't give us any gallery, uh, any uh, any kind of studio space to do creative work, to do kind of spray painting and things like that. There's no there's no garden, um, so even though it sounds wonderful, it's not really what we're in the market for. So there's there's still going to have to be some conversations around that. But what we generally found was that we are very, very pleased with what we've seen here so far. Uh, there are lots of rough edges still. It is still Romania. It is still Bucharest. But it's a lot better than I remember it. Uh, I lived here back in, I guess we left in 2006. Uh, and there were places where the roads would ruin your car if you drove over them. That's all fixed now. The EU has brought money in. It's much better. So many of the people have left Romania, though, to go work abroad now that the borders are open. And so, yeah, there is a, a dearth of, of, of economy here. Now, presumably, all those folks are going to move back home to raise families, etc. And I'm hearing that a lot of people are starting to move back. So I don't know how long these cheap properties will be available. Um, but there's a couple of things that have to happen. First of all, 
you've got the war in Ukraine. That needs to resolve itself because that's right on the border. And already a lot of the people here are from Ukraine. The, that is going to, that's going to impact the economy greatly. Uh, we just heard the other day Russia has decided not to provide oil, a heating oil, and the winter's coming. So this, this could be a, a tough year in, in Europe, um, and maybe, if, maybe the next few years. So all of that needs to resolve itself. Uh, but I do believe that things, this is a great time to buy. I believe that things will get better, not worse, uh, or if they get worse, only slightly worse before they get better. And that, that we're now in a position that we actually have a little money to do something with, and we never have before. So this is a, not a bad time for us. We love the country. We loved being in the small towns. We like being in Bucharest. I have, I gotta say, every time that I come here, I used to love living here, but I never really felt comfortable. Uh, then when I would come back, I would never feel safe. I uh, feel like somebody would knock me around in the street or might rob me from me, steal from me or something. Now, nobody would hurt me unless they just knocked me to the ground. But uh, I never quite felt safe. This trip, I feel completely safe. And I think a lot of it has to do with my age. I've reached that magical age where I become invisible to most young people. And um, that's great. So yeah, I feel very comfortable here. I could live here easily. Um, I don't know if it's worth all that we would have to give up, and that's part of what we need to look at. Another thing we really wanted to consider while we were here is what kind of art community is here. Uh, that's hard to do when you're here for a short period of time, particularly during the summer, because a lot of things are shuttered up for the summer. Uh, until school starts, and school just started here today. So we tried to go to several museums. Uh, we went to, to a couple of galleries. Uh, we did meet some artists. We met about three artists that we actually sat down and visited with and, and interviewed. We met with, uh, with an important gallerist here in town. So we got a sense of what's it like to be an artist in Bucharest? The answers were unanimous. It's tough. It's hard. It's bad. All their money has to come from outside Romania. Not all, but mostly outside of Romania. The gallery owner was telling us that basically she has to take people to, to shows abroad to give them any kind of chance to make a living and make sales. The uh, artists who live here one pretty much exclusively sells on Etsy and on, on uh, online platforms like that. And then an older, more established artist who just, he says he's got about 20 collectors. And then I hear this story everywhere I go. Over your career, if you can get about 20, 30 collectors who will pretty much buy what you paint, they'll, they'll keep you afloat. Uh, not in great luxury, but can keep you afloat. And uh, so it was really, really interesting to have those conversations with them and realize that, okay, we, are, we knew that we weren't going to be able to really live off of Romania, 
but that there are other options and you can make it if you can apply yourself and you can get out of Romania. Uh, so that makes the idea of maybe living a hybrid life, partly in Houston, partly in Romania, uh, even more palatable, if we can afford both. And so that's it. That's where we are. We've had a lovely trip. We uh, are not really happy about going home because we've we've kind of really enjoyed this trip. It's been very, very good for us. And so now we're faced with, okay, we're going home. We really do want to go home. I want to see the cat. I want to, I want to get back to my life. I haven't done really any work in the last 24 days. So it'll be good to get home. It's going to be a long journey to get there, but really, really glad we came. And I'll catch up with you next week and uh, fill in any blanks. Uh, wish us luck. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye now.